Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of On3 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House. Here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in uh, Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Chiral. That would be a little weird. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Right down the road from the Amazing Church God in Christ. A lot going on there, that name. Amazing Church God in Christ? Yeah, it's the name of the church. Okay. So, and near Grant's Grill. Let's see what the food's like at Grant's Grill. Oh, it's a little, it's a little pickup window kind of place. All right. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be, I, would, I mean, I would it, eat there. It probably is good. It's probably good. Wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. It's just a click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Head over there now. And don't forget, with every time you make a purchase, be it at the stores or online, you are supporting the Bulldog Initiative. Our good friends at Pip Printing know that starting off the, you know, this year, starting out the new year, it's time to get the word out about your business. And you can do that with a great package from Pip Printing. They have everything your business needs to help market itself. Envelopes, forms, banners, window and wall graphics, 3D signage. But most importantly, if you're a listener of this podcast, if you make a purchase with Pip Printing to help you know, promote your own business, you're also going to help the Bulldog Initiative. You just talk to my good friend Camden Baker say, hey, heard about this on Thunder and Lightning. 10% of your sale goes right to the Bulldog Initiative in your name. So not only are you helping them out, but you're, helping, you're making yourself look good. Because then other Bulldog fans are going to find out, oh, that guy does business and helps out the Bulldog Initiative. I need to help out his business. And it's, it's, it's just a chain of helping out everybody. So give Camden a call at 601-499-5216 or visit them online, pipridgeland.com. College Corner and collegequarterstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. It, it's January 2nd as we're sitting here, which means we are a, eh, about 40 days away from opening day at Duty Noble Field. Uh, it's time to get that new M over S polo or pullover if you haven't gotten it already. And they have a great selection of, of polos and pullovers and quarter zips and jackets with the M over S to get you ready for baseball season. 2024 is the year the banner M is going away, guys. It's going away. So, I walked into the hump today. You can't find and it. And it's crazy how the overhaul they've made yeah. in there. On the wall in the entrance, whenever we go in there and get our credentials, you know, mm-hmm. big state script, state script, state script on all the, win- yep. the windows and doors everywhere. Zach Selman, he did it. You beautiful man. You uh, the next the next thing to happen is that when it comes off the side of the football stadium. Oh, it's gonna be beautiful. I, I may go out there. I may go out there with like a, a lemonade and a popcorn and just sit there and watch. Do you want the state script on the outside or do you want the interlocking? On the outside of the stadium, yeah, I think you have to do the uh, Mississippi State stack. the stacked. Yeah, okay, I could go with that. I think you have to. I think the state script doesn't really work 
on the outside of the stadium like that. And the interlocking definitely. I don't think that's. I I I, I, I want the I want the old uniforms back. I badly. I do. I want that. That's what I want. But I think like, I have accepted the fact that, that is not going to happen. So if if it's going to be that, I would rather it be the state script. Yes, exactly. So, but so that, I, I saw so many state scripts. Yeah. Everywhere over the so last. So that said, you got to get new stuff, guys. So do yes. it at College Corner. Two locations in the Jackson area. Original by Fleet Feet, followed by Half Shell, or you shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Starville's flagship restaurant. You know this. This uh, now the holidays are over. You've been packing on the pounds, no question about it. I have to. I won't. I won't lie. I put on two pounds last month. Yeah, I had lost fifteen pounds, and then I just completely. It's just. Ignored. It's impossible. It's impossible yeah. to 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 not gain a little weight uh, during the holidays. And and you may be thinking, okay, so is Brian going to tell us to go eat healthy here? No. Oh, let's just enjoy ourselves in twenty twenty four with a great blue plate lunch from Restaurant Tyler. Fantastic selection of meat, veggies, and the best cornbread I've ever had. It's right there at Restaurant Tyler, corner of uh, Washington and Main Street in downtown Starkville. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi. They are here to serve you. If you live in Central Mississippi, there's a location near you. If you want to have a bank that that has the, the feel of a small-town community bank but has big-time financial capabilities, you want to talk about Priority One Bank. Go to their website, PriorityOneBank.com, to find the location nearest you. Start banking locally with Priority One Bank. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Robbie Falk, I thought we were friends. What did I do? I've been sitting here on this podcast for the last couple months trying to talk to you about, tell you about this new website on three sports. And I find out on, on this past week, not only did you know about it, you're going to work there. Well, I, you told me to check it out. Yeah. And so I checked it out. I found out my good friend Paul Jones. Paul Jones it. is working there. And so I talked to him a little bit, asked him, you know, what he's all about. I thought it was pretty cool. And so I jumped on board. I mean, I'm just, uh, I did what you told me to do. I went and checked it out. Well, you did it. I mean, I And you, I, you were down around Vicksburg this past week. So yeah. I, I couldn't get in touch with you. Yeah. Cell service is terrible down there. It really is. It's bad. So. Congratulations to you on your on your new spot uh, with the one three sports. Is there a, a, an offer to be made here as far as uh, subscriptions? Uh, I think right now I, I don't know if there's anything specific coming out mm-hmm. anytime soon, but there is a one dollar for the first month. Okay, and we've already had uh, use promo code go fuck yourself. Yeah, we've already had a lot of people sign up for that. I mean, I've just been overwhelmed with with you know the reaction to this. It's You're mad awesome. that we roasted you, huh? You're mad about getting roasted. Well, it's like what I said. I mean, I went through a tough time at times. Paul, Paul Jones was the one who set that up. He said, know, he first just, day, I want to roast the Robbie Falk. I was like, I'll make it happen snake for you. behind the scenes. Yeah. Right, I, so. um, you know, we're over, as we record this, the social media account on Twitter, mm-hmm. the Maroon and White Daily is, is over 1,000 followers. We've had almost 1,000 people in 24 hours yeah. um, follow that account. I really appreciate that. And then we've had a huge turnout as far as subscriptions. This is growing um, exponentially right now, yeah. and it's really cool. And for me, just to kind of be back in that community of people that, you know, the, the network that or the site that Paul and I built, mm-hmm. he started it. I came in about a year and a half after, and we really grew it into a cool community. It, it feels good to be back in that are you, realm. Are you, are you okay being aligned with sixpackspeak.com? I am. I, yeah. I love I love six pack. By the way, yes. there there's a not a lot of 
return love, I don't think. Nah. But <laughs> nobody on six pack loves anybody else. It's, that's true. They all hate a, each other. It's, and, it's all it's all bad vibes. Yeah, that's true. That's what I've has been since I've day one on that message board. So, <laughs> all right. Well, congratulations uh, to you. And now with on three sports, uh, we I hate that the bit died. Yeah, it was really it, it was it fun was watching run. you watching you make faces every time I would do it. I just want people out there that might have got upset about that to know that I was not behind that. No, it was one hundred percent me. That was all on I'll Brian. Take, I'll take the I'll wear the blame for that. You, so. you let you let him handle that. That's right. So all right, it is our first podcast of twenty twenty four. It is Rumblings Day here, a new for new beginnings and a new era of the Rumblings here on Thunder and Lightning. We got a, a really good week, by the way. I think. I, I, I think we'll wait until next week to do the Robbies just to give ourselves a little bit more time. I'm going to sit down and figure out who all I want to nominate for those awards. But I just did all the heavy lifting on here the last couple of weeks. I did your show. Mm -hmm. I I promoted. I mean, I did my own work. I was on vacation. You you just took the the whole week and a half, two weeks off. I was off for 10 days. That's the most off I've ever been in my life. That's amazing. I've never had 10 straight days off. Congratulations to you, sir. You should be ready to roll at this point. I'm, I'm, I'm juiced. Let's go. Carter Bentley starts us off. Can't believe first year, first rumblings of the new year and Cole Watson couldn't be first. What the hell? They're sleeping on the job. <sighs> Carter Bentley, would it be in canon that Pop-Tarts desire to be eaten? Do y'all think if food was sentient, here we are off and running, uh, that it would want to be eaten or would it be more of a sausage party situation where once it left the store, it would fear being eaten? I think... This is my thought process, right? If we're going to say food is sentient, right? It's probably just like any other. It's like a person. Mm-hmm. And so as a person. As emotions. You know, as a person, I fear dying. Yeah. I fear dying. But I try to live my life each day without that fear. You know, I don't just sit at home going, oh, God, you know, what's going to happen? I try to live my I think food would be the same way. It would be like, all right, this is my goal. My, the, end, the end of my life will come at some point. I will be eaten. Yeah. So until that day, I'm gonna live my life as best I can. I think, and I think the pop tart mascot did that. I always wonder about you know like fish and deer, mm-hmm. and Just like they along. see one of their see one of their kin like s- snapped from them, yeah, or killed in yeah. front of them, like. Are they just too stupid to understand what's happening, mm-hmm. or do they actually understand? Like, I need to stay away mm-hmm. from these people. You just like you're a deer in the forest. See another deer just come streaking past you. Like, whoa, whoa, slow down! What happened? Yeah. They got Jim. Yes. What uh, Jim? Uh, they're you know fish and deer alike are both relatively, if not you know, extremely skittish. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be something in the back of their mind, like. I need to stay away from people. And when I hear a sound, I don't want to go near yeah. the sound. Yeah. yeah. Fish, so, you've got to be like, you're just sitting there. I've always thought that about bugs. Not that we eat bugs, but like, you're a bug. You're just crawling along. Just mind your own business. Mind somebody business. Just steps sudden, on it. All of a sudden, like literally a, an actual literal giant comes out of nowhere and crushes you. Yeah. That is a hell of a way to go. Imagine if I, we went like that. You're just sitting there, you know, we're just sitting here in our, you know, walking along and all of a sudden something that is... A thousand times bigger than us just stepped on us, and we're like in their realm too. Yeah, like if you're in the if you're in the woods, yeah, and there's a snake just kind of sitting there, and you yeah. just step on it or cut its head off or yeah. shoot it. And it wasn't doing like, anything. I was actually trying to hide from you. Yeah, I, I was literally over here curled up in a ball, yeah. hoping you wouldn't hoping notice you wouldn't me. Notice me. And yeah. w- the one thing you do is come over here and chop my head off. So what, there you go. What the so heck? So we have we agree then that it does not. The food wants to be. Eaten. 
Uh, I, I would say it probably doesn't want to be eaten. Doesn't okay. So if I, fe- I fear is being to be eaten, eaten, but it still lives its life. Yeah. Okay, I get you. I mean, I wouldn't want to be eaten. Hey, I no, I agree. Nathan Kelly, just want to say thanks to Robbie for hosting this year's Royal Rumble, and thanks to Brian for providing the pizza. See y'all. Done. Providing is a strong word. <laughs> picking, I'll pick picking up. it up. Is I'll probably pick it up. Like it. But uh, <laughs> there will be no provisions, uh, uh, to my knowledge. I'm excited. We're 25, 25 days, away. days away from the. I, I told Aislinn, my my oldest daughter, that it's Royal Rumble in twenty on the twenty seventh. She was like, "Yes, yes." I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna tell her to bring her own money this year. I want her. To, I want her to get into the gambling. Just <laughs> raise them right. Yeah, yeah. She might as well. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm gonna have to a little earlier in. You know, preparation. I'm going to have to have our poster boards yeah. and stuff ready. Yeah, we'll, 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 I got behind on that. That's fine. It's they, fine. They did the royal, the men's rumble first. Yeah, I was going to finish off. it up, and I was like, "Crap! Well, I'm, yeah. I'm done here." All right. Another one from Carter Bentley. Of these fake bowl games, which would be the worst to have a product dumped on you? The hot coffee bowl. They had the Scooters coffee bowl where they dumped iced coffee on the on the guy there. So. Wouldn't wouldn't be for that. Mouse trap bowl, both snap traps and glue traps. John Moxley would, would be in that but that bowl game. Maple syrup bowl. Oh. And the powdered sugar bowl, which has to be dumped after the Gatorade so it all sticks. Uh powdered sugar would be no, maple, my favorite. Maple favorite, yeah. The worst to have a product dump. First of all, hot oh, coffee. Worst. Yeah, hot sorry. coffee is the real answer because that's yes, gonna burn. So that, that's literally going you know, to damage mouse, your skin. Mousetrap's gonna hurt. Maple syrup would be you'd be sticky for days. You yeah. couldn't shower that out in one day. You'd have to you'd have to do a couple days worth of showers. Powdered sugar, eh? It was sticky, but it's not as sticky as maple syrup. Yeah. So this is powdered sugar would be here. the best. This is yeah. Hot coffee might actually die. Yes. You know, depending on. I mean, if it's scalding hot, if it's like McDonald's got hot hot coffee. Oh yeah. Yeah. No good. Comes out at you know bowling at that point. Yeah, yeah. What's no, bowling like two hundred and twelve degrees. So it's like two ten. Yeah, it's just below. Well, it's not bowling. Yeah, yeah, but I still have third degree burns. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, Broken Fairchild asks, rank these songs with "Summer" in the title. "Boys of Summer," "Summer of '69," "Summertime," the Will Smith version, or LFO's "Summer Girls." LFO "Summer Girls" is last. I just, these are in order for me. Yeah, I agree with that. Don, Don, Henley, Don Henley. Don Henley's We're not going with the Atari's version. Atari, of I did like the Atari's version. I do too. I like but the fact that they're the Atari's. Don Henley is is the best here. Okay. What's I, like, your... I, I love Brian Adams too. Though. Oh yeah. Plus you know, <laughs> you see what I'm yeah. You see what I'm getting at. I know what you're saying. Yeah. If Brett Hudson was here. He'd he'd rank that one first. <laughs> uh, what's your boldest sports prediction for 2024? Just give me one. The hottest take you got. Make it Mississippi State related too. Mm. The baseball team will be better than people believe. Buddy, I hope you're right because I can't deal with four months of that crap. I Um, can't either. uh, Maybe that's maybe that's me being hopeful more than anything. Dakota Jordan will be a top five pick in the MLB draft. Okay, I could see it. All right, there we go. Brick Thomas are. Are volcanoes the butt, goober, or zits of the earth? I think by goober he means what you got. What you got on your front side there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think they're the zits. Yeah, because they explode. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's probably like they it. just sort of swell up, and then all of a sudden they're 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 exploding, and there's something uh, oozing well, out of them. Oh I mean, God. I get I get where you're going with that, but you it's basically not, you could basically use that for every single one of these. By the way, your butt does not swell up. It explodes. Before. It does, exp- but there's no swelling. If there's swelling, see a no, doctor. No, there there is there is some swelling. See a doctor if they're swelling. Oh God! You've just been sitting at home like, oh my butt's it's swelling. It must be time to poop. <laughs> no. So well, I, hemorrhoids I think, or something. I, oh, I know what that. Yeah, that's not great. Uh, we shot fireworks at each other on New Year's. What stupid thing did you do growing up? We shot fireworks that, at each other. She, like the Roman candles or bottle rockets. I, I got shot at. I can still. I can remember it whizzing past my ear. Yeah. Didn't miss me by much. No, we like you would have like bottle, bottle rocket rockets. Bottle rockets, yeah, nothing to that. You like you try to keep the bottle rocket in your hand as long as possible. Yeah, and every now and then it would just like shoot out of your hand yeah. or explode in your hand. Not yeah, good. we did a lot of stupid stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not answering that one. We'll move on. Logan Ledbetter, if you picked a wrestler to coach a big three sport at Mississippi State, who would it be, and which sport? Well, there's plenty of former football players. Yeah, uh, in, in professional wrestling, it would be somebody that knows something yeah. about football. I mean, it'd probably be The Rock, because he would recruit like Deion Sanders. He would. It'd be ten times. Deion he'd know Sanders. how to. He know how to like manage a team. I would he tell knows the about the. Sport. I would also tell The Rock like the day before you sign this contract, you're going to donate a billion dollars to our NIL. Yeah, and then the next day, it's like, oh, he was, but he wasn't coach yet. Right. So yeah, no, this is this is. This is coming from the Rocks Collective. And he can start yeah. his own collective. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, could could Amos, Amos coach basketball? He had to have played, right? He's seven foot eight. Didn't he go? He we went to like Central Florida or something, didn't he? I don't know. You're thinking of Taco Fall. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You were thinking of Taco Fall? I think so. Much thinner. Taco. Why do you, why are you calling him Taco? Isn't Let's that his name? Taco. I thought he was Taco Fall. I don't know. Uh, Hard shell tacos on a corn tortilla. He played basketball. Yeah, he had to. At he's too tall. South Florida. That's that's what I was thinking about. It, it wasn't sh- Taco. It was I knew it was either Kevin Nash Florida. signed with Tennessee out of high school. He did playing basketball. Big show played at Wichita State. Yeah. Have I? I know. I may have mentioned this, but his senior year of high school, Kevin Nash was the second highest rated basketball player in the state of Michigan. Do you know who number one is? Um. <clears throat> It wouldn't be somebody from the uh, Fab Five. No, no, no. Much, because much that longer. Was, that was much that longer was, ago. Yeah, was like eighty-five. No, you're you're still off. Magic Johnson. They were they were the same age. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. No. What? Well, He's me, that old? Let me, let me, let me, I, that makes sense. Let me double check. He, let me let me check my math. I'm started wrestling in like ninety-two. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson is sixty-four. Kevin Nash. That may not be right. I've been saying that for oh, yo, he is. He's 64. That's crazy. Yeah. God, I thought Nash he was, was a little playing, He was playing basketball so, at the same yeah, time so as Magic what, Johnson. Magic Johnson's senior year was 78. Or he, played the one, he only played one year at Michigan State. Yeah. It was like 78. Yeah. So the, the class of 78. He was the number two guy. Didn't Magic... Magic played Larry Bird in the, in in the, the national championship, and beat him. right? Yes. Yeah, Indiana yeah. State. And yeah. If you Michigan want to beat State. Larry Bird, you just need Magic Johnson. How crazy is that? Those two were pitted against each other Interlocked. in the biggest, one of the biggest rivalries in sports. Yeah, but they already they had also it. played basketball against each other in college. Yeah. That's Ma- nuts. Magic has the advantage there. I'd like to point that out to any Bird lovers who might be listening. You're a Bird hater. I despise you. Him. You believe the birds are fake. Birds are fake, and so is Larry Bird. Oh, 
almost Where? also it transferred to Morgan State University. Okay. Played there uh, in 2015. Larry Bird, one of the top 10 Celtics of the early 80s. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, the he was junk- trained by The Undertaker and Kevin Nash. Who? Almost. Oh, I thought we were talking about Kevin Nash still. I was like, how was he trained by those guys? Kevin Nash was trained by Kevin Nash? Yeah, I can believe that. Junction Report, what are y'all favorite hot sauces? Personally, I'm a Louisiana kind of guy. What you can buy on the shelf, I like Cholula. I like El Yucateca. They have the the one that's brown. It's so so hot. The triple extra hot. Um, But the one I've been using the most is from one of our listeners. Uh, mm-hmm. Paige Anderson, me too. Who uh, who, who uh, gave us gave us some hot sauces? She had a, a smoky habanero one. It's really good. I use it on everything. It's so. Good. I put in. I had potato soup last week, and yeah. I put in a little bit of the dill pickle. Oh yeah. I know you don't like. I as don't much, like. But and Paige, that's just because he doesn't like dill pickle. Not he doesn't yeah. like. It's You're not fine, like like Paige. Your, it's not. It's not you. She knew that though. I got the dill pickle, mango habanero, and smoky habanero, mm-hmm. and all three are delicious. They're great. Yeah, she, that makes good hot sauces. The <laughs> what? The white Denzel. What? What? Why? Top five mustaches all time in movies slash TV. Well, we know number one. Tom, Tom Selleck. Selleck. Tom Selleck is number Burt one. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Uh, uh, Nick Offerman, the guy who plays Ron yes, Swanson. Ron Swanson. That's one. Um, ooh, I'm trying, trying to think. think of another good mustache. Yeah, like because you you, you got to have just the mustache. You can't have a beard. Well, my my dad was not in movies, but he was he was well, my TV. Dad, yeah, my dad had a good and mustache. his mustache was pristine. Yeah, our dads were in the right time for mustaches. Yeah. Now, now you have a mustache. People look at you like you're creepy. But there was a time where you could have a mustache. They're kind of coming back in. Yeah, they are. They are. Um, I'm trying to think of a what about uh, Goose in uh, in in Top Gun. Yeah, he, yes. he had a good mustache. Um, that's a good one. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Tom Selleck's number one. Uh, best character to use in the Mario franchise. It, it, it's just Mario. Mario. Yeah, it's just know. the best all around guy. No question. Every now and then, I like to use Luigi. Yeah, but. It's just not the same. No, no. Uh, Graham Yateman asked, "Do we? Does the NIL still owe Andrew Taylor the agreed upon money if he has chosen to walk away?" Also, glad to have you at on three. Uh, my guess is those. I don't know. It's just a guess. I could ask Charlie. I guess, but contracts are structured in a way that if you quit mid season or if you don't play, it's not pay for play so much as it is. You do have a contract, and if you decide to leave the team prior, I think they're like backdated. So, like, yeah. my guess is Andrew Taylor would receive his payment in March, but if he's not on the team at that time, he doesn't get the payment. I, I could be wrong on this, and maybe we need to talk to Charlie about this, but mm-hmm. I think it's like a monthly thing, like contingent on you, like, doing your um, – not not really, it's not pay-for-play. It's not pay-for-play, really, but, like, but you have to be on the team. It's a contract, yeah. basically. Yeah. And, like, you're not going to get your money if you're not playing. Like if Not not like if you're hurt, but, like, if you're absent from the team and you've chosen a transfer or you're giving it up or whatever, you're, you're probably not going to get paid mm-hmm. moving forward. Right. So yeah. I'm, I don't know what his contract is, but it. I'll just say that Charlie is very good about making sure that they're not throwing away money on the front end uh, for situations like this. Right. And, you know, hopefully Taylor gets it together and, and can help Mississippi State. But so far, 
is not living up to not, the hype. Not, I don't have high expectations at this point. But I mean, State has. I think Josh Hubbard has totally neutralized that. We, yeah. No. No. You're right. We did not believe that Josh Hubbard was going to be playing as well as he. We thought he would be really Bell, good. Not in the same position, but his his uh, his contribution has much been much greater than we thought too. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. And Trey Fort, I think, to a certain degree. Hopefully Trey's getting it, getting like back on track. It out, yeah. he, he had a good game the other day. Steve Mormon asked us, I was late last year with this question, so let's shoot for this year. You start a Sopranos, Starkville Sopranos social club. Who's in? What's the hierarchy and where does it meet? Also, who's got to go so I can make my bones and be in your social club? Well, I mean, you know, <clears throat> the the books are closed. You know, we're not taking new members at this time. Uh, our Starkville social club, our family would be me and you, with John, John Tanner Marler is a Sopranosman, and then uh, Steph is is working. He Steph is like Chrissy, yeah. He, he still he hasn't seen them all yet. So same you're, with Tanner. Uh, yeah. You're Tony, oh, yeah, that's obviously. That's correct. Oh, John is John is Silvio, Silvio, and you're Pauly. I'm good with it. You're you're Pauly. I'm good with it. He's the muscle. <laughs> it's it's true. It's true. And I and, satanic black magic. And I'm over sick. I'm over Steph too. Yes, you are over Steph. Steph reports to me. Steph reports gives to his and earnings I, I, to me. He kicks up to you, and you kick up to me. That's right. So I'm gonna start wearing uh, more button down shirts in 2024. And slacks. Slacks. Yeah. All this over a slice of gabagool. <laughs> I don't have the issues with my mom. I would never try to smother her with a pillow. That's right. So. Uh... Brian McDuff, is MJF gone for real or is this just kayfabe? This is a good question. Uh, I think it's kayfabe. They took him off the roster, you know. That is, I think that's... that's uh, people do that from time to time. They do that to, to mess with you. Yeah, I think that they're just... There's they're, no way he's leaving, is it? They, no. There's no way he built this whole thing up with Adam Cole, which you were right about, by the way. I was right about that. And I think... But to, to build it all up and then to walk away at the reveal... You can't do that. He said something the other day about, like, didn't he tweet something out about he's not, like, he wasn't going anywhere or something? Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, you never know. I mean, it's a weird situation. Yeah. He just said he was tired. Yeah. So, well, maybe that's he's just going to take a little time off. He he probably, he does have, like, He's got some, some injuries. He does too. have he some injuries take, he probably has to heal up from. AEW, no, no Omega and no MJF is tough. I don't know what they're going to do with this whole, they just had the big reveal with Adam and then Cole. He's gonna go, I think, I think, I think they come out and they, because Adam they're Cole gonna take over the, They're going to have to take over the, the company. A little bit. But the yeah. problem is Samoa Joe is also a heel. I don't know how they're going to make that work. But I, I'm willing to, you know, I'm willing to look. Also, uh, McDuff, not a question, but welcome to On 3. Please stop by and visit us degenerates at Six Pack Speak every now and then. You need to, you need to make a Six Pack appearance. I'm scared. I'm scared, scared to scared. go over there. Don't be scared. The Maroon Buffoon asks, what will we have to do to get Bottomland b- baseball jerseys? Photos below. <sighs> I'm going to be totally honest with you. I don't like that at all. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I just don't like camouflage jerseys. No. Uh, I'm I, good with gear. Yeah. Because there's so many and hunters in this fan base. I tell you what, I wouldn't mind this jersey so much if the hat was maroon. So this guy did a mock-up of this jersey on Dakota Jordan, and it's maroon. It's it's camo hat, camo uh, jersey. If it was a maroon hat, I think I could get behind it. Yeah. But the the camo, camo, I can't. He looks like he's in the Army. They did the Mossy Oak jerseys yeah. one year, which I thought were very well done. They looked awesome. Yeah. But it's just like you, you get to... Two, it's like a lot of people use it as a negative yeah. towards you. Yeah. 
And me personally, like, it's part of the culture in Mississippi and at Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. But it gets you get painted in a negative light with it, I too. I agree. I agree. So I wouldn't go all out with it on uniforms. I don't like what Ole Miss is doing with theirs, which I don't like that pattern really that much either. I'm not a hunter or anything, and mm-hmm. it's no offense to to Realtree at all. I mean, mm-hmm. they've they've built a really successful company. Mm-hmm. I just don't like their pattern compared to Mossy Oak. I think Mossy Oak's better. Yeah, but I, I me personally, I wouldn't like be gung-ho about jerseys but i do think mississippi state should incorporate more camouflage more mossy oak stuff into like t-shirts mm-hmm. and hats and stuff like that agreed because mossy oak is a mississippi state company yeah and I, I know they don't like they're very you know business-like about how they approach that whole thing yeah but those are mississippi state people agreed. through and through great uh, Dalton Lee, hope y'all had a wonderful Christmas and New Year's. My sister gave my entire family COVID during Christmas. Oh no! Marking one of the worst family event fiascos of all time. What is the worst family? So they gathering? didn't get to play uh, Dirty Santa. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Dalton Lee again leads the most interesting. Dalton Lee is the world's most interesting man. He is. He, every time it's something different. What is the worst family gathering that has happened to y'all's respective families? Uh, it was. I think. I think I've told this story about how. My brother-in-law got on to me and my wife for running late when we had two babies. Yeah. And so that's what turned us into we don't travel for holidays anymore. Uh, so that's probably – I mean, it's not, it didn't even get to be a gathering. We didn't, get to, we didn't go. That's got to that's be number one. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's been a lot of, uh, like, situations where me or somebody in my family gets into it, you know, causes a scene. Mm-hmm. It happens from time to time. It actually happened it this happens. year. It happens. Um, happened this but, year? Yeah. It, it did happen this year. Who got all riled up? I'll have to tell you later. I don't, I don't feel like <laughs> blasting my dirty laundry. Um, Very good. But um, anyway, this year we did, we hosted my wife's family uh-huh. at my house for Christmas on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And that was fantastic. I, I don't want. I don't ever want to leave my house for Christmas again. Yeah, it was so great just staying at home the whole day. I believe that. Yeah. And then, like two days before, two days earlier, we had Christmas across the street from my mom's side of the family, which we do every year in Ackerman. And then we went to my parents' house, which is like ten minutes away. So. The, as far as I drove for Christmas this year was like ten minutes. That's awesome. And that's the first time ever yeah. that's happened. Yeah, I, I either see. go to Forest where my in-laws are, or when I was a kid, I would drive to my. We'd go to my grandparents in Newport or Matheson. This was great this year. Uh, let's see here. Here he is, Colton Watson. What took you so long, Colton? I asked this question at the end of the season last year before he missed twelve games with injuries. But what was the ceiling and floor for Tolu Smith's legacy at MSU after this season? Please put in terms of other MSU basketball greats. If he takes State back to the tournament, Robbie, he, he's right there in the same boat with like Lawrence Roberts, uh, Tim Bowers. You know, like the, the 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 top top tier is Bailey Howell, Jeff Malone, who didn't go to the tournament, but his numbers are just too good. Eric Dampier, Eric Dampier, and Daryl Wilson. That's your top four. That's your Mount Rushmore of MSU basketball for players, in my opinion. Well, Lawrence Roberts has to be up there, don't he? Wasn't he SEC Player he of the Year? He was SEC Player of the Year, but I mean, the Final Four is what I mean carries 
right Wilson and and Dampier, I think. Is Tolu already in the realm of like you he's know in, Reggie Perry was a, was a player yeah. of the year. Yeah. Is he already in that? Yes. Yeah. Reggie only had one NCAA tournament appearance, and he was only a freshman on that team. Um. Yeah, and you know, to- Tolu's Tolu, numbers have have been if around Tolu, Reggie's. I guess it, it depends on where it. they end up too, I mean, because if if they go to like the Elite Eight. It changes, right? He could easily become. He could easily. He could probably the the guy he could replace. It's I, it's tough to say, but he could replace Dampier because Dampier, as as good as he was, I mean, obviously had a long NBA career, but his Tolu's numbers would be better than him at the same position. Yeah. So, just have to see. I'm interested. I'm interested to see where you know when the dust settles. Yeah, it's always fun. Uh, can we get one of those classic Brian Haydad interviews with a good bracketologist or NCAA selection committee member? Can we ask the com- how the committee views an awful quad four loss for a team missing their best player? So I can try to get some bracketologists on. I don't think you can get. I don't think committee members come on and do interviews like that. Um, Not on like podcasts. Yeah. The Maybe problem like with getting ESPN. bracketologists is they do like somebody like uh, Joe Lenardi. He tends to just do ESPN radio stuff. Yeah, like so if you're not with affiliated with ESPN, it's tough to get him. But we'll see. The other thing, I this is I, I was thinking about this. If you're on the committee, do you look at the loss to Southern as well? They didn't have Tolu Smith, or do you look at it and go and say it doesn't matter? They didn't have Tolu Smith. They should never lose a game like that. How do you look at that game? That that's been my concern with it. Is you know State beat some good teams without Tolu Smith, and they lost to Southern. They they should have won that game no matter what. Right. So that that's kind of my concern with it, how they're going to approach it. I mean, I think they should give State a little bit of a reprieve there, mm-hmm. but how much are they going to get? Yeah. Because that that's a team that no matter what, you should win. I agree. All right, let's move into the rest of the rumblings. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef it is what's for dinner. I've been eating a lot of beef lately, as you as one should. As one should during the holiday season. Had that great prime rib on Christmas Day. Uh, we've had steaks a couple times since then. Just I, I just love it. So, anytime you're looking for great recipes, they've got them at msbeef.org. They've also got a lot of great information about our beef providers here in the state of Mississippi. And, of course, you know the voting sh- uh, should be done now, and we should be finding out very soon who our winners are for the best steakhouse and best burger restaurant in the state of Mississippi. Looking forward to finding out. Uh, where they are headed. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. Robbie, I haven't been to Two Brothers since before Christmas. I need to I need to go. I mean, they were closed the one day I was wanting to go. So, we. I mean, it's, it's time. It hurts. it hurts when you find out they're closed. You're like, no, I want to eat that. When you've put inside your mind yeah. that you're about to eat two you brothers. You get that bug in your ear. And, yeah, and you go there, and they're closed. Yeah. It's very upsetting. It's like that scene on, on uh, Parks and Rec where I'm just kicking the door like, it must be a mistake. Let me in. Yeah. Well, we'll do, we need to go soon. Let's, let's make that happen. Let's and do uh, it. Let's put that on, on our list of things to do. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. That's the place to find the smoked southern soul food you're looking for. Don't forget, that's a Bulldog Initiative business. Uh, Great products and great service. Every business likes to promise it to you. Advantage Business Systems has been doing it now. This is year 49 for Advantage Business Systems. That is a long time. So what year is that did they start? Well, let's do do the math there. 1975? Yes, that would be correct because that's the year. Yes. There you go. That was the year you were born? Oh, Oh, I'm old. Oh, I'm old, Robbie. Robbie! Well, 
I'm still getting it done, and so is Advantage Business Systems. They still take care of their customers, provide incredible service. Because they're a Mississippi business, they can solve your problems a lot of times the same day. You don't have to make an appointment. You don't have to wait. They can just get to you the same day because they're not that far away from you. So give them a call, 601-362-9192, or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue, that's where your next polo or pullover is coming from. I'm telling you guys right now, Banner M is, is, is done. It is tapping out. And so if you haven't got a script State or M over S polo or an interlocking polo, then you're just wasting your time. Go and do one to get one today from our friends at the Rogue. Shop at the Rogue in Jackson or online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. Trip Peoples asked, the original concession stand brawl in Tupelo happened in 1979 with Jerry Lawler, Jerry Lawler, superstar Bill Dundee, one of the Moon Dogs, and the Honky Tonk Man. Where does that brawl rank in fights that have spilled out in the out of the ring? So it's difficult to do that because nowadays there's so many matches that do that, right? You have you know the anarchy in the arena matches and and and, and things like you know falls count anywhere. They're just everywhere nowadays. Yeah. So it's they, it's kind of gotten overplayed, and yeah. most of them they don't actually do yeah. the number one. The brawl. The number one is the easy one though. The empty arena match between Mankind and The, the Rock, Rock at the Super Bowl halftime, halftime heat. That's was an incredible also, match. Back in the day, Terry Funk and Jerry Lawler had yeah. an yeah. empty arena match that yeah. was legendary. Yeah. But that one, the halftime heat, I remember, I remember, I remember watching the night it. I watched it. Yeah. I don't even remember who was, was it the Falcons in that Super Bowl? That is, hold on, I can tell you, hold on. That's just crazy. I don't even remember that Super Bowl, but I remember that. It's it's. it's uh, I don't know if it's Falcons, Broncos, or, or what was it, whatever the one was the next year. But it's one of those two. It was the Giants and the Ravens the next year, wasn't it? That might be right. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember. I just remember watching it. So. And that's what's crazy. Yeah. I don't. I don't even remember the Super Bowl. All I remember is that I remember like almost every part of that match. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nathan McQuarrie, your thoughts on the Iron Claw? How would you rate it? Story, acting, wrestling, technique? I haven't seen it yet. You have your thoughts. I won't, I won't give you any spoilers, but I mean, I think well, you I mean, know, I know the story, story anyway. Yeah. But I thought it was excellent. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I disagreed with is they made Carrie look like really small. Well, I mean, it's, he's so big in real life. It's tough to find an actor who could. Well, Efron, uh-huh. the size that Efron was for this movie mm-hmm. could have played play Kevin. Carrie. Could have played Carrie. Yeah, Kevin was was nicely built mm-hmm. in real life, but he was kind of skinny. Yeah, Efron is jacked. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen him. Yeah, like, I've seen the pictures. Yeah, he's absolutely jacked. So I I did have an issue with that. I had a very big issue with the guy that played Ric Flair. That There's, has been the biggest concern I've seen. People were like, literally everybody in America can do a Ric Flair impression, and the, they found the one guy who can't. It was terrible. That's rough. That that's the only thing that I had a problem with, and that's yeah. that's a very small thing to be upset with because the movie itself was excellent. And Music was great, uh, played to the times. Mm-hmm. There there were a few things I know the story pretty well. There were a few things that were off about it, but it was. Are the guys who play the Freebirds? They do they they look like the Freebirds? A little bit. Okay. Um, you know who did the uh, the the wrestling for this, right? You know who like the trainer was? Who? Chavo. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, Chavo did the glow 
too, yeah. the yeah. Netflix series. He was the He's found a trainer little niche for that. There. Yeah. He said that they did an interview. He said, they asked him like if if we wanted them to wrestle a 20-minute match, those three guys, could they do it? He's like, "You give me a month, I could I, we could do it." The wrestling in it, I thought the stuff the stuff yeah. they did was true to the like, Yeah. they did care they did uh Kevin's flying Fly cross body. body. Price, yeah. They did a lot of that. Yeah. You know, Efron ran the ropes. They yeah. showed him training him like running the ropes. Yeah. I thought that the Ch- whole Chavo was was the driving force behind all that. I think that's really. I'll cool. say this: when I watched it, I never thought when I was watching it like this is the people that make made this know nothing about this. Yeah, business. they got the people who made this movie knew about wrestling. They had they had a lot of the old WCCW like intros. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay. like okay. I'm the, going. For, I think I'm gonna go Friday after the, the show. promos. Like the promos um, that they cut, like Harley Race. Mm-hmm. Which the guy that did Harley Race sounded in his face kind of looked a lot like him. that was a very good one. I can't believe they screwed up Flair. Flair, I, I was really disappointed in that. Flair, Flair, they should just made MJF Flair. Yeah, that would have been just a good. Let, just let him handle it. Well, the only thing, the other thing they could have done there is that playing Flair is a spot where you could have had a huge cameo. Like, what if Ryan Gosling had played that? Yeah, you know. Let him play Ric Flair. I mean, something like that. That was just been, like it didn't sound anything like yeah, him. That, you, you, that's where you might have needed to get a real wrestler and let MJF do it. Or, I mean, the dude or, that or played Rollins, the guy that had shave, the but, guy that played Harley Race was terribly like out of shape. Didn't look like Harley Race was terribly out of shape. He looked but, good anyway. But no, like he looked like a you know this guy had like a you know beer gut. Mm-hmm. Like he really looked out of shape. Yeah, but his the way that he talked was yeah. just. I would have much rather had. A guy that sounded like Flair. Yeah, nineteen eighty five Harley Race. Not exactly the picture of male. No, but you, but he looked like a like he looked like a grown man. Like yeah. he looked like a wrestler. Yeah, but uh, you, if you're not a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. I would still, still say go see. Still this. a good story. Yeah. Speaking of wrestling, Chase asks us rank these songs when used for a wrestling entrance: Cult of Personality, Inner Sandman, Voodoo Child, Walk, and Wild Thing. All right, number one. Hulk Hogan coming out to Voodoo Child is, is incredible. Uh, in the middle of the NWO. I mean, it was incredible. You know. Um, then I'm going to go... I, I love Cult of Personality. I think, I think it fits. Inner Sandman's probably third, especially when you get the whole crowd going there. Uh, Walk is, is great with Rob Van Dam. Yep. I'm not a huge fan of the wild thing with John Moxley. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, especially the version it is. But at the same time, you can't use the old, like the real version of it. Is that the animals that sang that? Yeah. Because it's just not, it doesn't go hard enough. So that's that's how we would rank them. Double A, Andy Atkinson. He's got a bunch of questions. Uh, congratulations, first off, Robbie. You are now the head coach of a mid of a major college football program. You run the spread with some air raid mixed in. Down six, under a minute to go. First and goal on the three. Are you lining up under center? On the three? No, nah. I don't think so. No, I agree. On the one for sure. Yeah, I would never. If I was coaching, I don't think I would ever run out of the shotgun on the from one. a yard, or, no, a yard I away. I agree with that. On fourth and inches, I don't think I would Also run. wouldn't do it from uh, my own one. No. I'm getting under center and we're sneaking out of there. Yeah. But hey, here's the thing. like, we I was talking about this with somebody the other day. Like Guys don't know how to like handle snaps under center much it's anymore. It's true. Which is kind of hard to believe. Jason like Kelsey You would rather take a about snap that. like that. Jason Kelsey talked about that on his pot on the on the podcast he does with his brother, the New Heights podcast. Mm-hmm. He talked about he's like you know, 
basically was like, if I can't fill you on my grundle, I don't know what's what's going on there. And it's, and it's like they just don't know how to do it anymore. They I mean, don't. Joe Moorhead talked about that when he was he's like, we don't even practice it. Like, and it's hard to believe. It's like it's the ball goes. Fun, the ball it's goes such a like fundamental part of football. The snap. Yeah, you're not teaching quarterbacks how to go down there and get it anymore. I, I don't. Maybe know Alabama that. should have done some of that the yeah. other day because that was a disaster. Their yeah. center was was just absolutely. That's that's, that's another that's another thing to consider there in that situation because their center was struggling so bad. Maybe they needed to go the under center. center a little bit and and you know. But it's tough in that game. Like if you haven't done it. Oh yeah, yeah. If you haven't practiced. You, you, yeah, it, that's the point. It's kind of like the everybody should have a little bit of under center offense in their playbook. Yeah, but it's kind of like you know the other day whenever the Cowboys were playing the Dolphins and the fullback fumbled like. Mm-hmm. He's not used to getting the ball, right? And there, like, there's just not that continuity there between Dak and the fullback, right? Where he can just turn around, hand them off the ball, and it's you know, it's not like a surprise, like it. That kind of stuff, like the reps doing that stuff, matters. Yeah, Robbie, if you were going on three hours sleep before covering an 11 a.m. game, how effective would you be? I mean, it's, I mean, I I would be pretty tired, but like once I got going, I would be good. Yeah. I agree. Before the game starts, it's like, and but once the game starts, you get the same adrenaline. Yeah. You know, it, it keeps you going. Robbie, if you were in a softball game, score tied on third base, and I hit a hard chopper to short, could you score? Hmm. Softball? I would you, you say it would be very difficult. You got to remember that you gotta remember, we're not, if we're playing softball, we're not playing a softball team. We're playing people like us. Yeah, right? no, I could, I could do it. So that's not like they have super quick reactions. I got long strides too. So yeah, like you're tall. It's a, it's, it's shorter on a softball field. If you slide too, you, you got some reach. So, uh, I, I would be in a lot of pain if I slid. <laughs> Last one from Andy. If you were a defensive coordinator sitting on a three, all these questions feel relevant. By the way, uh, if you were a defensive coordinator sitting on a three point lead with a minute ten and eighty yards to defend, how would you call the plays? I mean, I would. I think I would try to be aggressive. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, I don't. I've not, grown, I'm not playing prevent. I used to be, you know, like we need to be safe. We can't give a big play. But at this point, I've seen too much, like Dinkin and Duncan getting the ball down the field quickly, especially in the NFL. Like uh-huh. the other night when Dallas was playing the Lions. Mm-hmm. Lions had not really done anything offensively the entire game. They had like one or two good possessions. They zipped down the field, and and Dallas was kind of playing, you know, relatively soft. Mm-hmm. I would I saw it when Mississippi State went to Auburn in 2013, and I'm standing there next to Scott Strickland, and I saw the cornerbacks backed up ten yards like to the first down sticks, mm-hmm. and I told Scott I was like they're about to give up an 80 yard or whatever yeah. it was drive right here. And sure enough, they did. They just completely picked them apart right down the field. We we saw it in the in the Iron Bowl. You know, you gave Jalen Milrow time and the play to develop. Go pressure them. Make them make a mistake. Exactly. I totally agree with you. More often than not, they're going to make a mistake. Yeah. Uh, some some eighth grade quarterback tagged me in a in a highlight video. I'm just like, buddy, I am the last person on earth that can help you out. Why? Why? Plus, you're in eighth grade, class of twenty eight. <laughs> Uh, Caleb Goddard asked us. call you coach. No, he didn't, thankfully. If you are the offensive coordinator, you have fourth and goal from the three with a chance at the national championship, what's your play call? You go back and watch that play. If they make this, if the snap is good, he's going to score. They got the, they got the look they wanted. You think he was going to score? Because I didn't see it. 
If the that, snap is clean, I didn't see anything. Those ends him. are coming up field so fast that he's going to just scoot right past them. See, I, I watched that play develop um, later, mm-hmm. and I think he had the swing pass. The swing pass is there too. I he, didn't think he, he had was going to score options. going up the middle. I, I didn't see it. I think he could have. I think his best chance was the swing to pass hit the swing pass because the only I'm guy on the running back out. was the middle linebacker. Now, assuming I get a clean snap, I'm definitely rolling out. You've got with you a gotta, guy like Milrow. You've got to roll out. I, I I didn't think they did him any. Yeah. Which that was that we we have determined that was an RPO. Yeah. There were several different situations there, but part of that being him running up the gut, I just didn't think that was a good game plan. Agreed. I was thinking like more like a bootleg yeah. play action, maybe hit the tight end with or like if the wide receiver came over the backside. I think that would probably be the best thing. But yeah. you, you definitely need to get him out of the pocket because the offensive line was struggling yeah. with the defensive line. You know what play I like there? Day. The play that Ole Miss ran for the two-point conversion where everybody floods one way and then your tight end leaks out the back end and goes yeah. – he's usually by himself. That's a good play. I'm surprised him. people don't do that stuff more. Yeah. That's, that's a, you know, Levy does that too. Mm-hmm. It's all about, you know, finding someone in space. Mm-hmm. And when you're moving the pocket – there's always going to be somebody on the opposite end. Yeah. And which by the way, like Penn State, the prick scorn guy, whatever, mm-hmm. was open the entire game. The entire game. I've never like, seen they anything. Never, like that. They never once never seen guarded anything. it. I understand being open. And like most of Trey Harris's catches were contested. He's just yeah. such a superior receiver that he was able to win those battles. But pre scorn was wide open every time he, they he threw it. He was CJ Sermones every single time. You know, I got. I mean, I'm not saying I have a huge TV, but I have a nice size TV, and there's nobody else in the picture <laughs> except for Creighton Breescore when they throw him the ball. Is it bigger than Noah Mashburn's? I haven't seen his TV. Is it huge? Uh, he's, he's got a he's got a relatively large TV, I think. Well, good for him. You know, who has got big TVs. My cousin Stephen. He just pays for them with the the six pack speak fundraising money. Oh, of course he does. Yeah, got an 85 inch. Must be nice. Uh, Walking Bully asks us, what percentage of men do you guess pee in the shower? Ninety nine point eight. That it's, many, huh? It's a big percentage. I mean, you just you just got to let it go sometimes. Hey, yeah. And it, it's, it's, if it's your shower, you go. Yeah, it's go it's for, close go to hundred. If I told you following the Arizona game when State was two and zero that Arizona was going to win ten games, what would you have guessed State's record would be? Nine and three, ten and three with a bowl win. <laughs> I mean, you talk, you said like that that team wins, ends up winning ten games. That State just beat. I've been like, well, hell. State must be really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I must be missing something. They're pretty good. That that continues to be. It might be the best SEC. It win is the best SEC win of the year of non-conference <laughs> prior to bowl season. Sorry. Prior to bowl season, Missouri is probably it now beating Ohio State, but it's not the yeah. same. Not the same. It's not the same Ohio State. You can't team. you can't include bowl season because because Marvin Harrison didn't play. Which and, you know the 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 people that don't like Mississippi State that saw the tweet I made the other day about Arizona yeah. would say that Arizona is not the same team. They're but, not. They change quarterbacks, but still, but, but still, I mean, that was a better team than we gave them credit for yeah. anyway. Yeah, but that that remains. Improbable how that happened. I, I don't understand it. But the crazy thing about it is, I, I keep saying this. After the game, we all were worried about Mississippi State. Yeah. But if we would have known what Arizona was going to be, yeah, we would have been, like, been thrilled with that. Well, that's a great win for State. Yeah. 
All right, last one from our friend Alexandra Watson, who uh, who gave me that, that new keychain that I showed you. It's that was a, excellent. It's fried chicken. It's a fried chicken keychain. It looks good. I work at a sporting goods store where I, people often argue about the price of the item. I have the discretion to change the price if I see fit. Holy crap, hold up. You can haggle? Yeah, I didn't know can, that. Yeah, you can haggle at places like that. I did not know that. Yeah. I'm I, gonna, I might try that next time. I, I've done it Go before. There, that's a nice pellet grill, but uh, what you, what about, how about tree fitty? You take John with you. <laughs> that's that's racist, but okay. It's not. John, by his own admission. He is a haggler. Would tell you that he could he could probably get you a good price on a nice pellet grill. John loves to haggle more than an Arab trader, and he was twice as shrewd. <laughs> Uh, anyway, should I change a price for someone purchasing a state item if that person is wearing Ole Miss apparel? I think you got to go cheaper. If somebody's wearing Ole Miss that. stuff, you give them something, you give them a deal on the state stuff. Be like, you know, being a state fan has its has its privileges. Exactly. But if someone's buying Ole Miss stuff, it's like you know, computer says it's ten dollars. <laughs> How much? It says it says it's eight dollars on the shelf. Computer says it's ten dollars. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, can't, so I, can't I, can't, change. I can't argue with a computer, sir. There you go. I had no idea you could haggle at Academy uh, Sports or where. It really I, just I know depends. that's why I know where she works. So, it yeah. really just kind of depends on like who's the manager, like who's around. I had like, no idea that was even a thing. I thought like prices were prices. All yeah, right. it happens. That's good stuff. All right, that's our last question of the day and our last question of the first rumblings of 2024. Can't wait to uh, upload this podcast later tonight and put 2023 for the year. Can't wait to do it. Please do it. I will do it. Did All you right. say that Connor Stallions was at the He was Rose at the Bowl? game! What the heck? have no shame. They have no shame. Just hire him back. I know. He's probably up there. He's probably got like a wireless mic. He's like, I'm, I'm watching. Jim. Jim. I'm watching. It's a run. Yeah. It was a run. It was, the center's about to snap it low. Yeah. Low snap. Get ready. Here we go. Alright. Uh, tomorrow's show... Tomorrow we, we're supposed to find out where Stonka Burnside's headed to, to college. So I guess we'll do our – do we know what time that, that is, that announcement's supposed to be? Uh, the game's at like 3 or 4. So we're doing an evening show, aren't we? Because we've got we to yeah, wait on we, that. we probably need to wait on Plus, that. Plus, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we'll wait, we'll wait on Stonka. And we'll talk about that. And, it look, and the, the way it looks with Daniel Hill right now, it looks like he's headed to Alabama. But we'll talk more about that and some recruiting stuff on tomorrow's show. Guys, have a great uh, Wednesday. Back with you, you on Thursday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. The Rock says, 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 Know your damn role. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.